Happy Friday. I'm Drew McKay. I'll be your host for my incoherent rambling for however long this goes. Uh, very excited for the weekend. And I'm excited to share a couple uh, bits of bits of information that uh, that I was reading this week that I thought brought a bunch of value. One, I wrote myself. So, of course, I think that brings value. The other was from a super smart guy by the name of Seth Godin. So why not lead with the super good stuff? So let me bring up uh, that little bit of information. Reasons why I love Seth Godin when Seth Godin writes, I pay attention, is that he writes clear, concise, to the point, brief, super smart guy. This is from Seth's blog. I suggest you subscribe to it. And this way, every time he writes, which is every single day, which shows consistency, um, you get it in your inbox. But this is something I refer back to. So this is sort of um, uh, one of his posts that really resonated. I rarely go, rack, uh, go back and read something more than once. And I think in the last week or two since this came out, I've gone back five or six times and talked about it with a few clients that I work with, a few people that I, that I admire. Um, so I'm going to read it for the podcast audience, but I also want to read while I read his words, I sort of want to digest and dissect. So the title of the article is called the explosion. And he starts by saying, we spend too much of our worrying time on crises. Media is filled with warnings, coverage, and fear of cataclysms, the big boom, the sudden end, the crash. We pay attention to those things, the big scary monster that may or may not be coming, right? His next line is great, and it's true. In fact, rot is far more common. Things decay unless we persistently work to support them. Organizations, reputations, systems, health, your investments, they all rot unless you persistently work to support them. Hey, even your teeth. For every hockey player who lost a tooth in a game, there are a million people who lost one over time. Yet we pay attention to the one tooth lost in a hockey game and not so much on the rot that happens millions times more over time. And he ends just succinctly by closing it with fear the rot. The explosions are merely a distraction. How many times have you heard the phrase penny wise and pound foolish? I work with organizations that who have lots of reach, lots of impact or the potential for lots of impact. And sometimes the things standing in their way of success, and this is for organizations, large and small, it's paying attention or fearing the explosion and not the rot. I love this. This comes up. I mean, since I read this, it's sort of putting words to what I know. And you know this. As soon as you look at this, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This comes up a couple times in my life. Often. And I've just used this and just straight up read it to people and been like, in this situation, I feel like you're, are you focusing on the explosion or the rot? And people are like, I don't know what you mean. I read this and they say, ooh, it sort of puts it in a great perspective, which is another reason why I love Seth Godin. So I thought this was really cool. I wanted to share this with you. Shoot, I think I just wanted to read it again because I got so much from it. I just love the way he thinks. And I think, I think this is true for a lot of things in terms of what we spend our time worrying on what we pay attention to worrying on we're spending we're paying and and spending our time which we've talked about being our most valuable asset and yet i 
I mean, we'd have to agree that this is true. If you don't agree, then everything I'm talking about doesn't make sense. But to me, focusing on the explosion, which happens all the time, preventing that thing that probably isn't going to happen, and ignoring the thing that we could do in terms of rot, pennywise, pound foolish. So anyway, that was something I wanted to uh, to share with you today, which I thought brought value. I'll, I'll send that via email if you're in our email list. I usually only send really, really valuable things. I don't like sharing lots of different things on email unless they're valuable. Uh, the other thing I wanted to dig into that I thought brought value on this Friday, correct me if I'm wrong, and I wrote this one. This was for me. So obviously, of course, I think it's valuable. I went out and wrote a thread on Twitter, and I get some of my best like tweet material <laughs> Like while I'm working out, I'm sure of it. this is true. It's not just me. While I'm working out, while you're taking a shower, while I'm mowing the lawn, the mindless activity. And this is true for organizations, large or small. It's true for an organization, more than one person, right? And here's, here's the gist of what I wrote. I'll share the link to the Twitter thread. Let me do that right now on the, in, the, in the live stream. So there's a link to the Twitter thread. Put it in the link. So it went out to YouTube and to Facebook. So you can take a look at that and read along if you want. Follow us at PT Pinecast for stuff like this. But the, the Twitter thread, the gist, was a warning for me of becoming a T-Rex organization. And here's why I said, because eventually, of course, you know about a T-Rex, they go extinct. And let me explain what a T-Rex organization is so you don't become one. A T-Rex organization has been around a while, like the dinosaurs roamed the earth for a long time. It was, it's big T-Rex. They're huge. They got a big footprint. They're recognizable. You can hear them coming from a mile away. I say T-Rex and you can picture a T-Rex. I don't have to explain too much. You get it, right? But here's the thing about a T-Rex. They got no reach, right? They got small little T-Rex arms. So they're big. They're huge. They're loud. You can see them and hear them coming from a mile away. But here's the problem. They got no reach. And in this little analogy, little story I'm talking about, it means they can't interact with people. They never evolved a way of communicating. Their arms or lack of development of arms is their way of communicating. They try and reach, but they can't touch anybody. They can whack them with their big, long tail. They can chomp on them with those big fangs but they can't reach and touch and interact and bring things closer to them. So they're big and huge and you can see them from a mile away. But the thing is, there's no way for interact. There's no way for them to reach people. And then why is this bad? See, they were founded a long time ago, like T-Rex. They fought, they, these are organizations that have always been, maybe it's a franchise or a company in your market. Maybe it's a giant national organization. Maybe it's a two person organization that's gotten big. They've just been around. They've always been. You know them. You say them by name. And before the internet or what we know now as the internet, before social media, that worked. They were the biggest thing on the block. They were like one of or the only choice. There was really no way to compete with a T-Rex. There was no way. Just get out of their way. Don't compete in that area. Don't compete in that vertical. You're going to lose to the T-Rex. And that worked for the long time. The T-Rexes of the world, they got bigger and bigger. And their arms and their, their reach, their ability to communicate stayed the same. They didn't evolve longer arms or any reach because they did not need to. 
Necessity is the mother of invention, right? No need to evolve, no evolution. They thought there was need to no need to improve it, so they didn't. Because, hey, we're huge. Why do we need to reach anything? We're it. Our goal should just be get bigger. So that's, that's the problem with the T-Rex. So the T-Rexes of the world just went along, did T-Rex things, just got bigger, got bigger, got bigger. They never evolved, never got longer arms, just kept these T-Rex arms. Never thought, hey, maybe we should work on communications and being able to interact with people. No, just get bigger because that's what T-Rexes do. And then what do we know about evolution? If you don't evolve, you become extinct. Now the internet 2.0 or whatever the heck version we're on now comes along. The internet has speed. It adds reach of our abilities to communicate. You don't need to be as big as a T-Rex anymore to have a big footprint. If you have reach and the internet and these smartphone devices and all the things that you can do with them allow you to have something the T-Rex doesn't, which is reach. There's When there's a gap in an ecosystem, someone or something will fill it. And along came what I call the raptors. Now, the raptors are not as big as the T-Rex. In fact, they're small. But they're agile and they're fast. And they do have reach. It's proportionate to their size. So they don't need the longest arms in the world, but they do need to have some reach. And what also brings them there is their speed and their agility. They're fast decision-making organizations. They can create and decide. Decide and create. Create and decide quickly. The other thing about a raptor is T-Rex, big, owns the vertical. This organization owns geography or owns a vertical in space. A raptor isn't just isn't just one. Where a T-Rex just stands alone, the raptor is a pack, a swarm, a herd. This internet thing, the ability, the fact that I'm live streaming to you from my kitchen counter right now shows what you can do if you're a raptor instead. And the internet allows you to do that. So the Raptor can change, it has reach, and the speed to bring that reach to where it needs to be. And in the world today, if I had to choose a side, which one would I be on? Would I choose a T-Rex or would I choose a Raptor? I, I laid it out there in the Twitter poll that I have. I said I would choose a Raptor. 84% of you after my little Twitter thread agree with me. Funny thing is 15.4% of you disagree with me. I'm okay with that. I'd love to hear why you'd want to be on the side of the T-Rex. I would love to hear why you'd say, no, 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 I want size. I want footprint, even if that means no reach. Little T-Rex arms. You'd still go that way? I mean, that's on you. But if I were going to put all my eggs in one, bar uh, in one barrel, do we put eggs in barrels anymore? In a basket? Put my eggs in a basket? That's the better cliche. If I were going to put all my eggs in one basket, and it was who I just described, the T-Rex or the Raptor, I'd go Raptor. I like that more of you agree with me, but I'm okay with some of you that disagree with me. I'm just curious as to why. And I know it feels safe to want to either become a T-Rex or go work for a T-Rex because you do. You get some safety with that, right? If I go work for a major organization, a big one, huge. Um, and and don't don't mistake, this is not this is not just about size, right? This is about proportion. Could you have a large T-Rex with reach? Yes. Look at the apples of the world. Look at the Amazons of the world. They are doing that. They're not T-Rexes, in my analogy, of Jurassic proportions. Uh, but in this one, uh, the T-Rex is big, big, big. And here's the thing. If they haven't gone extinct, they will. But it won't be, to tie this all together, it won't be with a boom. 
it will be with a rot. This will need this will not be death by a single blow for organizations that are large and have no reach. In my opinion, they will be death by a 10,000 paper cuts or a slow bleed. And I love this Hemingway quote that I'm probably going to screw up anyway, but I'm going to try it, which is, um, it was in response to how, how'd they go bankrupt? And his line was slowly at first and then all at once it slides, right? Something starts happening and everybody in the room sort of starts looking at everybody else. Like, do we, do we, is this a panic situation? Do we, should we react right now? Is this, and when the people in charge don't make it a priority, it doesn't become a priority until it is in fact too late. So I don't know, man, in the world, if I had to choose, I'd pay attention to is my organization. Again, this is not about size necessarily. It really is the, the proportion. It's a proportion thing. I'm a T-Rex. However big I am is my reach in proportion to that. And then today, it needs to be. In fact, your reach needs to be longer and further than the size of the organization. You should grow into your arms, not the other way around, if I were to sum it up. So those are the things that I was excited about either reading from Seth Godin or writing myself in terms of that Twitter thread. If you got value from this episode and you're still listening, hell, I'm shocked. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe, like the YouTube channel, which we're getting a lot of traction on. I guess you like to, to see videos like this and short clips. That's cool. Shoot, just drop me a DM and go, hey, man, I actually listened to you. That still surprises me that some of you guys actually listen to me while I'm just sort of ranting and raving here. But I hope to bring value. And if I do, just let me know and I'll keep doing this damn thing. Uh, go have a good weekend. Enjoy. Uh, Tony Maritato is always listening as he jumps in. Tony, when are we doing another six-pack episode? One of our most viewed videos of the last year was Tony and I jamming for like 30 minutes on side hustles. So that told Tony and I a lot of things, which is like, hey, this is a good format. And the format was we put a prompt together, like what are the six best side hustles for PTs to do right now? And then he brought, we didn't, we didn't talk about what they were. I brought three, he bought, brought three. Then we just, we just recorded it and shared that. You liked that format. I'd love to know, Tony, when we're doing that again, I'd love to know from the audience what topic you want us to do a six pack of where he will bring three solutions. I will bring three solutions to your question and or problem. Ooh, I like how Tony said this T-Rex arms when the check comes for dinner. Hmm. We've heard of that. Uh, my dad would, my dad had a, I don't want to, well, this guy's not watching me anyway. My dad had a buddy in his friend group and they called him weasel. Same idea. When the check came, his arms didn't reach his pockets to pay for the check. T-Rex arms when the check comes Don't be that guy, Don't be that girl, but don't be that organization. Don't be so big that you're, you can't possibly reach for things. You will go extinct. I'm going to be right on this. I'm recording this in 2023 in May. You listen to this in five and 10 years, I guarantee some of those T-Rexes out there that you're thinking of or you work for or you're watching are not going to exist because of what I just said, because they are not paying attention to communicating. I don't know. So uh, so uh, let us know if you got value. I promise I'm, I wrapped up and then I got sidetracked, but I'm wrapping up right now. So have a good weekend and uh, new episode drops on Monday. We are, uh, we are talking about uh, DPTs with anxiety. We're talking about how this girl's making a career out of creating memes and selling stuff, all about the things that we, most of us, are anxious about. Isn't it a great world that you can make a career on that? We dig into that on Monday.